Greetings from Hannibal, Missouri. And welcome to Rivertown Review, the podcast. An informative and hopefully entertaining look at all things Hannibal. With Megan Rapp. People tend to come, visit, they like it here, they move here. And Harold Smith. In our biased viewpoint, this part of the country, this community, is an excellent place to be from. And now, Rivertown Review, the podcast. It is time now. It is episode um, 36, I think. Uh, well, see, actually, we do. We have posted 36 of these. It's just we had the one that was, I think, 32 and a half. 32 and a half. Yeah. So, just, so this... Just to let people know that we were still alive. We hadn't all perished in the not snow dead yet. apocalypse. Not the, dead yet. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> not, not dead yet. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so yes, well, this is episode um, 36 of the Rivertown Review, and um, I'm Megan Rapp. And I'm Harold Smith. And as always, we thank you for tuning in. You have a bajillion podcasts you could be listening to, so thank you for downloading us on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you may be listening. Yeah. About a year ago this time, we we knew very little, even between the two of us, knew very little about podcasting, and I am now convinced, after being more involved in it, that everybody else in the world was doing a podcast and we were the last two people in the world who did not have a podcast yes every there are hundreds of thousands of people out there who do podcasts but nobody is doing a podcast about hannibal missouri exactly and Mm -hmm. that was a niche that needed to be filled and it has been filled by us by golly Mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm especially excited about this episode because we're talking about, wh- while we are talking about the Bicentennial, mm-hmm. which is happening as we record in 2019, yes. what we are going to be talking about, um, even if you're listening to this in 2027, mm-hmm. you'll be able to see the thing that we're going to be discussing. Because like, one of our goals always is to, for people that have never been to Hannibal, we want you to come. And if somewhere many years from now, you're listening to this and say, man, there's a reason to come to Hannibal. So there you go. By golly. Mm-hmm. Or, or, or return. Come or, back. Or, ret- or come back. Yes. Mm-hmm. Whether uh, you'll still be in 2027, you'll still be able to come and move here and buy a house with a credit card. I don't know. But uh, I don't know. I mean, we might all have, you know, homes <laughs> that will be worth millions of dollars by then. Right? <laughs> Who knows what I, the future may bring with our hoverboards? Yeah, and, hoverboards uh, and yeah, all all of that stuff and our our, our our plastic. Everything is plastic. No cash or none of that stuff. It's just it's a chip embedded somewhere. I, no, never mind. I, <laughs> <laughs> sounds kind of like a little dystopian future. But however, yeah, yeah, let's let's not go there. Let's talk about uh, <laughs> something that is being built during the bicentennial. Um, for the bicentennial, um, and we're about to find out why because we have Jim Waddell here. Uh, Hello. <laughs> he hey. has he has been here before to yes, talk he has. as um, as and about Twain. Obviously, he is one of our fantastic um, Twain actors here in Hannibal, and but he is um, the epitome of a Renaissance man. Oh yeah, as as you heard in our previous visit. I, as a matter of fact, I was almost expecting Jim to just 
walk in here and sit down and pick up exactly where he left off at the end of the last episode. <laughs> that would be hard for me to do, Harold, because every day is a new day for me, so uh, I do not remember where I was uh, at the end of the last episode. <laughs> Which is not such a bad thing. Dep- it would have been an adventure nonetheless. Uh, that's right. However, yeah, however it would be if you... If you, if you know Jim or if you were with us in uh, our previous visit, uh, fascinating does not even begin to describe it. And exactly. So, so, so now what you got going on? Well, um, actually, you were talking about a dystopian futures and technology. <laughs> I'm going in the other direction, Harold. There uh, we go. Yes, we're going <laughs> back. back you know, recapturing time. the past. Yes, indeed. And way past. Uh, uh, last year, I had the good fortune to be a... Uh, uh, invited to join the Bicentennial Committee. And in the brainstorming process of what we might be doing this year, put forward the idea that since Hannibal is 200 years old, and since the first structures here were log buildings, that we ought to build one. There you go. So I'm in the process of coordinating the the, uh, construction of a log cabin. So. so there's so there yeah. so there and, and of course not just any log cabin you know we're not getting the um the logs from your local big box store and, and grabbing some nails no. um or, or even going to west virginia for the barnwood builders not no. even going to those guys no uh, no, no. Uh, what i did was uh, i i got a couple of broad axes hewing axes off of ebay uh, of course one, one i i still have to put a handle in uh, the other one is in good shape, but both need to be sharpened. I have uh, uh, managed to solicit some assistance from, from some very wonderful people. Paul Miller, if anybody has been to our Steampunk, Steampunk Festival, Paul is is their major constructioneer on their weird designed stages and clock towers uh. and stuff like that. Paul's helping me. We took a trip to Branson last October to get uh, 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 a tutorial on log cabin joinery from silver dollar city's log cure mark edwards Mm -hmm. that was a very successful trip uh dave mobley who is a judge in rawls county is going to be one of our hewers uh jason ingram who uh uh uh, is uh one a a caretaker at okatippi one of the caretakers out there i think he also works for uh, uh, an oil company but uh jason's a wonderful guy as a matter of fact i went out to okatippi saturday they're boiling down maple syrup uh maple syrup out there this time of year tis the season tis the season yeah mm-hmm. and they had their little sugar shack set up way back in the woods and uh jordan was out there uh chopping uh, firewood for the evaporator and boiling it down and uh, uh they had a wood cook stove and uh poured me out handmade uh uh pancake and and i had some uh fresh missouri maple syrup on top it was wonderful oh my i I was gonna say when you said way back in the woods and they had the boiling thing i'm I'm thinking are you (laughs) sure they were making maple syrup well there might have been other things too (laughs) what i saw was the maple syrup (laughs) what what you put on the pancake (laughs) was the maple syrup okay yeah yeah why why is monkey run coming to mind right now (laughs) i'm I'm not sure yeah you weren't far back enough in the woods maybe i'll tell you what i was pretty far back because they told me where it was and i parked have you ever been to oak tippy wonderful place first of all but I parked up by the kitchen, and uh, Dave Mobley had said, I tried to go out there a couple of years ago and didn't find anybody. And Dave said he'd give me bad instructions in terms of directions getting there because you had to park and walk back to this shack. So I parked and started walking, and I walked and walked <laughs> and walked and walked. <laughs> <laughs> getting a little nervous, but I finally found him. So. Mm-hmm. 
So um, the the log cabin, where will this be? Um, well, when you say hewing logs, obviously mm -hmm. they're going to be done by by hand. That is correct. Uh, there's a process in hewing logs. Um, we're going to build a cabin that is, uh, the logs are going to be uh, 18 feet long. So the, the interior is going to be 17 by 17. It's going to have a bell tower on it, a separate little log tower that goes mm -hmm. up in front. Uh, but uh, to hew a log, uh, you start with a log that's got a 10-inch top. That means that at the narrowest or the upper part of the log, it needs to be 10 inches in diameter. Okay, so we fell your log, and uh, you drop a chalk line down either side of the log, six inches apart, so your final hewed log is six inches wide. And then you go down with a double bit axe, and you notch into that chalk line on each side about every 12 to 18 inches. And then you take your broad axe. And if the listeners do not understand what a broad axe is, you might want to look one up. Wikipedia mm -hmm. or something like that. They're a very heavy, large bladed axe. Uh, the reason they're so heavy, the, the process of hewing is not a swinging uh, strength type of thing. You're not trying to slam the axe into the log. The process of hewing is just picking the, the head of the axe up and letting it fall. And it is heavy enough that it does the work by itself. Now, there's a danger in it in the fact that if you hit a knot or something, that blade will kick out. So you have oh, to stand oh. a certain way. Yeah. It's best if you wear tarsal protectors on your feet. Mm -hmm. So there's, I mean, you, we're going to be very safety uh, uh, conscious while we're doing this. But, uh, uh, and it's, it's a slow process. But I don't mind that. Uh, to me, the true interest is in seeing the work done and being able to talk to the fellows that are doing the work to explain it because this is how a lot of our ancestors created their homes you know and uh uh it's it's an, an really an ancient art and uh, it's pretty neat now then the logs will be hewn downtown in hannibal right now i'll tell you what right now it's my intention to do it down uh, uh off of main street in front of Lula Bells uh, down there, and there's a little green sward down there. Yeah, there's a, let's see, that is on Bird Street, the yes. Riverside Inn. Yes, next to the levee. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, I, I have recently found out that Linda Colbert at Mark Twain Cave intends to have a couple of log cabins built for their campground next year for people to rent for their campgrounds. So I'm actually going to go out and talk to Linda this afternoon because getting the logs delivered to the campground would make it a lot easier. And they've got a maintenance shed where we could lock tools up and sharpen things. Sure. And so I might talk to them. And actually, since they're going to have cabins out there that people can rent to stay in, I might end up doing the hewing out there at the Twain Cave because people can get a lot of people can get around you out there. And, and uh, plus... Her, so her, so her, people her, people will be able to come and see the logs being hewn. Absolutely. And um, be get get to actually see the process. Absolutely, absolutely. And I figured if you know if if her guys uh, Bernie and Todd are going to be constructing log cabins, they might want to get involved in this also because that would give them a better working knowledge of what was going on. <laughs>
Thank you for joining us for the Hannibal Rivertown Review Podcast. We'll get back to the show in just a moment. We want to remind you that if you like what you're hearing, be sure to subscribe and leave us a review. Also, for comments and suggestions, you can email us at rivertownreview at gmail.com and visit us at rivertownreview.com and Rivertown Review on Facebook. I'm curious, what what was your knowledge of all of this, of how to build a log cabin going into this before you agreed to be a part of this? Well, my last six years at Silver Dollar City, I uh, supervised two areas, the outdoor crafts and the land of forgotten crafts. And in the land of forgotten crafts, they moved the log hewing operation, which was just one guy, Mark Edwards. And uh, so I supervised log cabin construction for six years. Okay. Now, it was a, a subsidiary of the merchandise division. And in merchandising, you have to make money doing everything. So that was really tough for us because it was a very dynamic demonstration, but there's no money in log hewing. Kind, well, of, we, kind, kind of like podcasting. But, <laughs> yeah. Well, so, so, so we understand. Yeah. yeah. The, we, the entertainment uh, is there. Absolutely. That's right. It's, it's, it's entertainment is there. Entertainment value, but money, eh, not so much. Yeah. We yeah. found an angel in the theatrical sense. There's a, a guy in... Um, uh, outside of Bartlesville, Oklahoma, a little town called Dewey, Oklahoma. His name is Ken Tate. He and his wife, Marilyn, own a 1,700-acre cattle ranch. And Ken decided to build his own frontier village. So every year, he would design a log structure, purchase the logs from Hatfield Lumber Company in Harrison, Arkansas, have them shipped up to us, we would hew the logs, then Ken would pick them up, take them out to Prairie Song, that was the name of his village, and construct them. I was out there a couple of times. The last time I was there, he had uh, a line shack, a, a church, a schoolhouse, a school marm shack, a trading post, a telegraph office, a doctor's office, a marshal's office, a two-story saloon and bordello. All of these things were furnished, a trading post. They were all furnished. It was beautiful. And they did it just for their own enjoyment. Now, if if somebody knew him, they might be able to have their wedding out there or something like that. But he wasn't doing it for commercial purposes. He was just doing it because it was his love and uh, just a beautiful place. That is a hobby that... I just when you think you you have heard uh, all about any kind of hobby that you might I mean hey you know do a do a village and, and from from all from Jim's last visit it does not surprise me at all that among his many talents is is building log, log cabins log, log yeah, yeah almost yeah. nothing I do is actually marketable <laughs> <laughs> that's right yes but by golly it makes for interesting stories uh, you know that's right well so when the when the hewing is complete. Um, uh, I'm. It's it, it's not going to a, a private um, uh, owner in Oklahoma. No. It's actually going to stay in Hannibal. It will stay um, in Hannibal. What what's what are the plans of 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 said log? Cabin? Well, you know, initially in Central Park, there's a plaque that says this is the location of our first uh, of the log cabin that was Hannibal's first church and schoolhouse, and that's where ideally I wanted to have it placed. But I talked to Andy Dorian, and we have got a wonderful park service here. You bet. And uh, and Andy, you know, was concerned because that park is used for so many different functions. 
and but he did agree to allow us to place it on, in the Cardiff Hill Overlook, which is oh. where old Highway 36 came yes. off of the old Mark Twain Bridge. Yes, right It's beautiful because it will be it will be up in the air, looking down over Main Street, and yeah. you can see the river mm-hmm. from there. Yeah. So our intention is to use it. Uh, we have such a large uh, uh, mass of of students traveling here on field trips in the in the spring we want to use it as an old-time schoolhouse as, a, as an educational tool and also we want to have interdenominational church services in it on sunday i think that that would be a wonderful thing for for visitors and hannibal a very unique opportunity for them to have worship services where you can look out over the river and uh, hopefully we can get the local churches involved in that to uh supply some yeah 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 as you were talking about this uh, and of course you were talking about your involvement with silver dollar city i was thinking about the chapel at silver dollar city that was coming to mind yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. been in been in there many times but for many years my my wife and i the only one of the main reasons we went silver dollar city when they had vow renewals there yeah and we would get our vows renewed every year yeah Yeah, i've been in there many times with the with the gentleman that was the parson there for for many many years don't ask me parson bob 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 burton yeah Uh, okay sure yeah, sure. you so, bet. So something, something yeah. along that order. Yeah, Bob was actually a vice president of uh, personnel, ah. but uh, he was uh, also an ordained minister. And so yeah, he did the, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it sounds like a new cabin with using old techniques. Yes. To be intended for the original use of said original cabin. So for school. Correct. Groups for, for for groups meeting yeah. area a multi use a multi use area. It'll be functional it's, when we finish. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now how 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 uh, I mean is there going to I mean you're planning on having electricity and and this no. kind of no, no no nothing like that no uh, the I don't want electricity or plumbing or anything like that. Okay, and uh, I'm even you know uh, I don't think I even want uh, doors or glass in it. Honestly, I don't, you know, I, I'm concerned about maintenance and also, uh, you know, uh, I hope that there's no vandalism, you know, yeah. you know, you got a building there that's open and, uh, but, uh, anyway, I'm concerned about that. You know, you always have to have to keep in mind the, the different uses and like you said, you know, maintenance and upkeep. Yep. Um, but it sounds like it's going to be, um, a, a great new feature for for downtown you know it's it's not just going to be for the bicentennial of course if you come during 2019 you'll be able to get you know to see it being built but then afterwards i'm guessing i'm I'm sure the parks you know we'll put a plaque up of of some sort and then we have another multi-use building that can be used today and in the future but has a tie back to hannibal's original yes original roots of of what a a settler would have been living in yeah 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 yeah. So from so from so as of, as far as where you are right now on this, as we sit here in uh, in early March uh, recording this, so where are you now in this process? Right now, I've just got the staff and the access. Now, uh, the first step I want to take, Harold, is to build a model of the cabin. And when I say a model, I'm talking about one that's five feet by five feet. And uh, down there on my family's farm. We've got an invasive plant that's called honey locust. I don't know if you're familiar with them. It's a thorn tree. Mm. 
And we've got tons of them that have come up. And what happens is they're called honey locusts because the pods are very, very sweet. So all animals eat those pods, and then they deposit the seeds everywhere. So, uh, but these are the right, so I've got a bunch of the saplings of those things that are the right size for the model. So I'm going to cut those down to use for the model. Now, I've determined to build the model like Lincoln Logs. So kids can actually take down and put up Ooh. a log cabin. Ooh. How yeah. fun is that? Yeah. Is that neat? That is very cool. Yeah. Well, I know that I'm looking forward to seeing not only the log hewing, um, because I have never seen such thing before, but yeah. also I'm interested to see the, the finished product because, like you said, it's going to be a great asset. It's going to have a wonderful view of the river. Um, I know that a lot of weddings and such are al already take place in parks. I could see that being, you know, a, 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 for a small wedding or a vow, re vow renewal. And so it'll be fun. Uh, do you remember, um, did either of you guys ever watch Captain Kangaroo? Absolutely. Oh, I yeah. loved Captain Kangaroo. I grew up with Captain Kangaroo. Well, he did, used did, do you, now, now, just for the record, Megan, does the name Captain Kangaroo mean anything to you it at all? It does. It okay. does. And it was probably on when I was a child, but we didn't have uh, PBS. So. Yeah. Well, of course, this was on C CBS yeah. back yeah, in, CBS. The, in the later years. It was on PBS. Yeah. Yes. But yeah. Bob, Bob Keeshan and oh, yeah. uh, and all of the... Uh, Barnum, Mr. Green Jeans. Yeah, you betcha. And Mr. Moose and the... Yeah, and Bunny Rabbit. And Bunny Rabbit clock, and the dancing, yeah. the dancing Bear dancing, and the Grandfather yeah, Clock. Yeah. And the, Mr. Bainter, the and the and the and the shower of ping pong balls yes, that would, uh, would happen, yeah. And <laughs> well, okay, I, I brought him up because he, he used to. <laughs> we get, we make, we make I'm, I'm I'm just trying to figure out how this is going to get back to the log cabin. I'm in, I'm enjoying the ride. <laughs> okay, well, good. which is the idea. Yes. Yeah, the kindly old captain used to read a uh, book to children uh, called Stone Soup. Yes, and it was about these soldiers oh, that, that come into town, mm -hmm. and uh, they're they're traveling and they're starving. Mm -hmm. And they don't have any food. And so they start to make a cauldron of soup. And uh, somebody passes by and says, what are you cooking? Stone soup. Stone? Yes, that's all we had. Well, I've got some carrots. I'll, you know, Somebody else comes along and they've got some potatoes. And mm -hmm. Before long, they've got like this great big goulash, you know, this yep. great mm -hmm. big stew. And then over, over in Illinois, they would call it burgoo. Yeah, and this is how it gets back to this log cabin. So I'm talking to people like Melvin Miller is a very good friend of mine. And Mel Melvin has a trailer that we can haul logs on. So I'm talking to him about the project, and we're talking about using his trailer. And he says to me, you know, I had an old stone building uh, here in town that was demolished, and I've got this great big uh, 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 lintel that, uh, that was over one of the doors that we can mount in there someplace. And then I have... You know, a friend, Rob Aarons, that does blacksmithing so we can make pegs for shutters. And so basically, using resources from people that are around, that's where the stone soup thing comes in. We start a project like this that is it has good intentions for the community, mm -hmm. and people want to participate. And so it's hard to say what kind of, of, of end product we're going to have. But I'm, I'm very enthused about the possibilities. See, that, that is a, that's a corollary. You and I talk about this, Megan, on the radio all the time. When it comes to whenever there's a need in the community, whether there's, whether there's a good cause, of course, there's the phrase, good time for a good cause. Mm -hmm. when, when people need to rally around whatever cause it might be, people, people step up big time. Uh, I'll tell you, another one on Andy Dorian. Uh, the stones, the pavers that came out of the riverfront for the renovation. Andy has said we could use those for the foundation. 
So that is a wonderful thing. It's like you said, it's, it's the community coming together to create something that's, you know, going to be a, yeah. a lasting legacy from the bicentennial and will get a lot of use. So yeah. Yeah, and I, we're all excited. Yeah. To see and it. Andy, Andy kicked in with that, but, and yet he still won't give any consideration to my, to my big idea for parks. I told you about this. I, I, any, anytime I want to get Andy Dorian walking away, mumbling, shaking his head, I just say, Andy, lovers leap zip line. <laughs> <laughs> He just shakes his head and walks away, just mumbling something about liability. Liability insurance. Make it a cable car. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Ooh, yeah. I can't even. I can't even begin to fathom the miles. I mean, of, zip lines. I mean, any any tourist attraction yeah. you go to, they've got zip lines. Yeah. So why not? <laughs> kidding. Just in, kidding. Good. Good in theory. Good in theory. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, well, you know, you gotta you gotta dream big so <laughs> we'll 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 wait on that we won't as as we used to say we won't hang by our thumbs until until that happens yeah that, 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 but it would be fun it would be fun to have a zip line <laughs> <laughs> not quite sure about on lover's leap but you know no that would that would uh, be yeah I'm, I'm afraid i'm with him on there yeah finding finding some ins- yeah yeah trying to sell the insurance company on that you want to do what <laughs> you're kidding me uh oh well well at least we have something to uh, to look forward to, and to thank Andy for, like you said, you know, it's gonna the finished result is going to be in the um, is in the park, um, which is very close to downtown, facing the river. Um, is, is there is there is there is there a time frame on when you expect to have this done? Actually, no, and and like I say, I, to me, the longer it takes the better it is for the public because once it's finished it it's it's static it just stands there and yeah you can look at it you can see it you can walk up into it but you don't get to talk to the guys that are building it exactly yeah that's right that makes perfect sense you know the part part of the attraction is the process it is, it's the process yeah yes so we of course anybody listening we encourage if you're listening in 2019 we encourage you to come to Hannibal and see the process as it is as this cabin is taking shape and if you're listening afterwards now you know what that cabin is on <laughs> at, at the memorial overlook mm-hmm. so Jim thank you so much for coming and visiting with us My pleasure thank you guys Yeah and and we thank we thank you for uh, joining us for uh, the Rivertown Review podcast episode 36 I'm Eric Smith and I'm Megan Rapp and we will see you next time thank Thank you for joining us for Rivertown Review, the podcast. For more information on all things Hannibal, visit our website, rivertownreview.com. If you have comments, questions, or suggestions for future episodes, please email us at rivertownreview at gmail.com. And be sure and join Megan and Harold next time for Rivertown Review, the podcast.